Welcome to the Settlement Planning Tips for Personal Injury Attorneys podcast. This podcast helps personal injury attorneys and their staff members navigate the unique legal and financial issues that arise near the settlement of a personal injury case. And now, here's your host, attorney and certified financial planner professional, Greg Maxwell. Hi, this is Greg Maxwell with Amicus Settlement Planners. One question we get a lot from plaintiff attorneys is, hey, I've got a client receiving a settlement. They're on needs-based benefits like SSI, Medicaid, and that kind of thing. Those are the two main ones, SSI and Medicaid. What are my options? What are my client's options to protect those benefits? So I just want to go through quickly, essentially four options that your client has to, when they're receiving a settlement and they're on needs-based government benefits. The first option is they can receive the settlement and just opt to lose those benefits. So if they receive anything more than $2,000 or if the settlement causes them to have assets over $2,000, then they're likely going to be ineligible for SSI and Medicaid for at least a certain period of time until those assets are depleted to under that amount, at which point they could go reapply. So just losing the benefits and using the money however they want, essentially, and then going back and reapplying in the future, that's an option. So that's option one. Option two is what we call a spend down. So with that option, if your client receives a settlement within the same calendar month, if they have spent that money down on what Medicaid and SSI call exempt assets, then they generally will not have an interruption in their SSI and Medicaid benefits. So when you, you need to keep in mind that it's not a 30-day window. It's a calendar month thing. So If they get a settlement of $25,000 on June 1st, they have until July 1st, essentially the first moment of the next month to have that money spent down on exempt assets. And we can talk about what exempt assets are, but essentially, you know, the big ones are a vehicle. They can own one vehicle. They can put it into a home. They can buy personal effects, personal goods, but it has to be used for their benefit. They cannot give it away. So the spend down option is an option. We have an article that we can email you that educates the clients on kind of what the spend down guidelines are so that they they know what those are. But option two is essentially a spend down option. If the settlement's too much for them to to want to spend down in the same calendar month that they received the settlement, then option three is what we call a special needs trust. And you've likely heard of a special needs trust, but essentially that's a specialized trust where the funds go into the trust and the funds inside the trust can be used for certain things for the beneficiary. And the money then inside the trust is not counted against that beneficiary for eligibility purposes for Medicaid and SSI. So they can remain on SSI, they can continue to receive Medicaid benefits, and then the funds inside the trust can be used for their benefit. So any medical needs that they need, any really anything else that they need that SSI is not already paying them for, which is food and shelter, they can use the funds in the trust for everything else. So That's essentially option three is a special needs trust. Another option is what we call an ABLE account. And an ABLE account is is a little bit more restrictive in terms of who can qualify. You have to be, have been deemed disabled before the age of 26 in order to qualify for an ABLE account. But essentially an ABLE account works the same way as a special needs trust. The funds inside the, the ABLE account can be used for the beneficiary's needs and it allows them to stay on SSI and Medicaid benefits. So just again, in a nutshell, you've essentially got four options. Number one, you can just take the money and lose the benefits for a time. Two, you can spend the money down in the same calendar month that you receive them on certain items. 
Three, there's a special needs trust that you can establish. And four, if your client qualifies, they can do an ABLE account. Or you can do a mixture of two or three of those, depending on the situation. So give us a call. We'll help the client kind of think through the options, make the best decision for their particular situation. Thanks for listening to the Settlement Planning Tips for Personal Injury Attorneys podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure to visit amicusplanners.com for more great content, including videos, PDF checklists, show notes, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and be sure to join us next week for more settlement planning tips.